G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You know, I'm often inspired by the way that movements begin and how they get momentum and how they make a real difference in a society. Well, of course, there is some significant things that are happening in the world. Let's bring our attention back to a pro-life focus today because some elements that have come to the fore in the United States are fueling the fires of a pro-life momentum. And it started with a roundtable gathering of some women who said, what can we do to combat the dreadful abortion laws that had taken a hold in that nation? Let's talk with Tishan Johnson, who's the Executive Director of Cherish Life in Queensland and was just recently in the US and taking part in the March for Life, a March for Life that had 250,000 people turn out at a rally because they can see that there are some positive things about to break in the United States. Tishan's joining us. Hi, Tishan. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thank you for having me. Tishan, we often hear stories about the power of one, of someone who makes a choice and follows through with determination to see their vision come to life. But in the US, there is a significant story around the fundraising that is going on behind the the push for uh, an overturn of Roe versus Wade, that dreadful decision that really introduced abortion around the world. Uh, Give us some insights into the story that goes on by a bunch of women who got together. Yes, one of the biggest, heaviest-hitting groups, pro-life groups over in the U.S., is a group called Susan B. Anthony List. So 22 years ago, a small bunch of pro-life Christian women sat around a table and they said, we have to do something about abortion. We need to take out Roe versus Wade, which is the abortion case that underpins the whole abortion industry in America. And we need to save the unborn. What are we going to do? And they brainstormed and they came up with Susan B. Anthony List. So initially it was um, formed to rival Emily's List, which is a pro-abortion alternative, which basically funnels pro-abortion women into the Democrat Party or in in Australia, the Labor Party. But over there, they funnel pro-life female politicians into the Republican Party. But they've become bigger than that again. And now they actually um, do a lot of strategic uh, groundwork in, they call them swing seats, we would call them marginal seats in America to help um, re-elect the Republicans. So this coming uh, federal election in America, which is in November 2020, they have committed 52 US million um, to help Donald Trump get re-elected. They're going to have um, a lot of work in six what they call swing states, so states that the Republicans have to hold to win the election. Um, so these women from you know, 22 years ago, which is not that long at all, up till now, have become massive. 52 million. Who, who's got that type of money to commit to an election? They are one of the most feared um, and hated groups by the abortion lobby and are the most respected um, lobby group, one of the most respected lobby groups in America by the Republicans. Uh, amazing women, amazing prayerful women. 
By contrast, Planned Parenthood, who's the biggest abortion provider in the US, has um, committed $45 million to the Democrats to help um, pro-abortion Democrats either hold their seat or get back in. But, you know, Susan B. Anthony list is bigger than them. Take girls. <laughs> It's amazing, isn't it? You know, the image in my mind of uh, a bunch of younger women uh, getting around the table and not talking about the things they might ordinarily talk about, but actually talking about the difficulties, the challenges, the nasty battle that goes on over the lives of unborn children. And they've, with some level of determination there, said, girls, what are we going to do? Uh, what, what's the image in your mind, Tishan? Yeah, I think they're just very, very similar. Women who love God and love the unborn and love their nation and said, this is just not good enough. What are we going to do, girls? And, you know, (laughs) they must have had, you know, who knows? Maybe they made 3,000 phone calls before they got someone saying, I'll give you $50. I don't know how they fundraise, but somehow they've got some very heavy, deep-pocketed backers and people just love them and say, you know what, they get stuff done. I mean, the Vice President Mike Pence said about them, they are the most effective pro-life grassroots organization there is in the USA. They just get in there and they get it done. If they go into a state, you can pretty much guarantee that state will either fall to the Republicans or stay to the Republicans. They're they're formidable. They do a lot of um, polling. So they find out exactly who to go to um, in terms of door knocking. They then send professional door knockers. They pay people. They then follow up with social media and mail outs. They are like a well-oiled machine, campaign machine. Wow. That's one thing that they do. You know, yeah. the, my thoughts go to could that happen in Australia? Is that happening in Australia? And uh, I don't know whether the last time you got together with a bunch of your friends and said, okay, girls, uh, what are we going to do about this? But I'm sure this probably is happening. And knowing you as I do, Tishan, you probably are doing that. But but what sort of response do you think there would be if there was a group of women who said, let's do this? We can do it in Australia too. Yes, definitely. I know Cherish Life was founded in 1970, so 50 years ago now by some Christian women sitting around a table and they could see what was happening in the USA. It's just before Roe versus Wade went through and they said, we need to do something. So they formed Cherish Life's defensive strategy. Um, so Queensland was the second last state to decriminalise, which is still tragic. But um, I remember when it went through, our president, Donna, who's been involved for about 40 years, said, you know what, at least we held off abortion as long as we could. You know, and I thought, oh, what a brave statement. And I'm like, we're going after this. We're going to get these laws overturned. We're going to remove MPs who voted for this. So there has been an element of that running through the years. So I know um, Cherish Life is very community-minded. Like, we have 14 branches around Queensland, and they meet together regularly. I, Funnily enough, you said this. I met... Um, I remember a few years ago when we first had the Pine Bills in Queensland, I remember meeting with a bunch of uh, females about my age, a little bit younger, some of them, and us just earnestly praying that God would somehow overturn the Pine Bills, and he did. So I think prayer plus action is the most powerful thing that can happen. And that, uh, Yeah, I, I'd say never underestimate the, the power of a bunch of praying people. Prayer and action. You know, I can imagine that you know there are some who might think, that when we're in the prayer closet or we're praying together, and uh, that is a very, very powerful thing. Uh, Of late, I've been talking about prayer plus action. There is a certain sense in which you can pray, but uh, it's not like waving a magic wand. Somehow or other, some hearts have to be inspired 
to move and take action and actually do something that's going to be worthwhile. There is a certain sense, isn't there, that those praying women uh, were not just sitting around and having a cup of coffee after the prayer. They were actually into the hard work. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And it's particularly hard starting something, I think, or starting something in a new area. So they would have, I can't even imagine how hard they worked, making the calls, making the connections, fundraising is a heavy thing to do. Incredibly impressive women, what they've done. And same with Cherish Life, same with all the um, pro-life organisations around Australia. I have tremendous respect for them all because it's not easy, but it's worthy work. You're like, okay, it's going to cost me, some people will hate me, I might get threats against me, whatever, it doesn't matter. People are getting killed every single day in the most horrendous way. These little ones are getting killed. I'm going to stand up and be counted. So, yeah, it's a good thing to stand for the unborn. Tishan, what's your encouragement? And we're talking to men and women here, but I suspect given that we've been talking about these women in the United States that got together around the table and said, let's go girls, what's your encouragement to women in particular about the sort of action they might take that might help turn around the tide here in Australia? Well, I'd say you plus God is a majority. You know, it sounds like a cliche, but it's true because God is like vastly powerful, infinitely powerful, infinitely majestic, infinitely wise. So if you speak to God about it and he tells you to do something, do it with all your might. And, you know, if this is an issue that's close to your heart, like it is to mine, my heart literally burns for this stuff. He will give you insight and connections and strategy and it won't return to him void. It will be fruitful. And sometimes it's a long slog. Like you see Noah building the ark. He probably got a really sore arm after a while, but we just keep going, we keep going, we keep going. And um, God will bring the increase. And I believe we will see abortion on demand abolished in Australia in my lifetime. So, and I'm still quite a young woman, but I'm hope- hopefully it'll be in the next five to ten years. I think we can see this happen if we work hard and pray even harder. We have to both work and pray hard. Well, you might be thinking, I've got no one to connect with, but I want to be involved. Let me give you the Cherish Life website so you can connect directly with Tishan Johnson. Cherishlife.org.au cherishlife.org.au Tishan Johnson is the Executive Director of Cherish Life in the State of Queensland and uh, you can hear her passion cherishlife.org.au Tishan, thanks so much for updating us on the power of women today on 2020 Thank you Neil and God bless you Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.